Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The United States of America is the most successful nation the world has ever known. I think that's largely because we're the freest nation. Humans cannot reach their potential, cannot realize their dreams unless they're free. If prosperity were easy, everybody around the world would be prosperous. If freedom were easy, everybody around the world would be free. If security were easy, everybody around the world would be secure. They are not. None of this is going to be easy. But this is the United States of America. It takes an extraordinary effort. It takes extraordinary commitment. It takes extraordinary strength. The Valley Forge wasn't easy. Going to the moon wasn't easy. Settling the West wasn't easy. We are the American people. We have seen difficulties before, and we always overcome them. This is about rolling up our sleeves. We might have some differences, but at Americans putting our head down and getting it done. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. It is Wednesday, July 12th. Uh, we are the Wayne Dupree uh, broadcast here on Red Voice Media Network. Um, if you are not hooked up to them or watching them, um, share share their um, share their website at redvoicemedia.com. Make sure that you also follow them on Rumble. Let's see. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's everything. Make sure that you're following him on Rumble. Uh, Facebook looks like they have us suppressed to start off. So uh, if you're watching it, make sure that you share. Uh, share the pro- probably because it's about Zelensky, but whatever. Um, make sure that you are take a couple of minutes, uh, a couple of seconds just to share on your timeline that we are live. Let me introduce the Godfather Conservative Radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. Hello, Wayne and Jason. Good afternoon, everybody. Glad to be here. How you doing, Hutch? Doing pretty good. Can't you hear me? Your audio you know, sounds different. Your audio is kind of jacked up. Too loud? No. Sounds kind of echoey. Yeah. Huh. 
And ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jason Robinson from Muslim Soda. What's up? Hey, 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 top of the morning, everybody. Yeah, for those who don't know, Hutch is getting his new studio set up in the uh, we're getting our compound ready. So when we all need to leave the cities and and whatnot. So, and, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting, though, Wayne, uh, Wayne talks about suppression. And so today we're going to talk about Ukraine and NATO. Pretty polarized topic. And we can see reach wow. on our little yeah. dashboard for yeah. what uh what they'll push the podcast out to and and people tune in and when we have a topic like this it is like one tenth of the of the reach yeah. on those social channels that you'll see you know like we'll start out a show where we'll have 500 a thousand or whatever on facebook mm-hmm. and today it's like 70 <laughs> it's yeah yeah it's i mean pretty it's, wild man yeah and even though and even though we're going to talk about um, little lower front Leroy in a little bit. Um, there's a hearing going on um, Capitol Hill right now. Um, they are lighting. They're lighting into Christopher Ray. Uh, they got their chance. They're lighting him up. Uh, he's. Uh, I don't know if incompetent is the word to use for him. Um, we all know that he came into. A bad situation. I guess the bottom line is he hasn't made he hasn't fixed a bad situation. It's gotten worse. So you have to get rid of the FBI director because things have gotten worse. It hasn't gotten better. It it was worse before he got there. No, it was bad before he got there. It's worse now. Um Representative Johnson got it. <laughs> Representative Johnson got up there and he said, uh, Americans have lost their faith in the FBI. Bottom line. Hank, Hank said that. No, not Hank. Uh, Republican Johnson. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, man, we won. No, no, yeah, no. No, no. But, no um, Democrats have Nadler and Swalwell just asking silly questions, you know. But one, th- but one thing about Jim Jordan, Jim Jordan, I don't know who typed up his list, but he brought the rain on almost everything. Uh, everything that he had been holding back, if he had been holding anything back, he he even he even added that. Wayne's getting ready. The United States government seems to have assumed a role similar to an Orwellian Ministry of Truth. Specific to the FBI, the court said this, the FBI's failure to alert social media companies that the Biden laptop story was real and not Russian disinformation is particularly troubling. The FBI had the laptop in their possession since December 2019 and had warned social media companies repeatedly to look out for, quote, hack and dump operation by the Russians prior to the 2020 election. Even after Facebook specifically asked whether the laptop story was Russian disinformation, the FBI refused to comment, resulting in social media companies' suppression of this story. And as a result, millions, millions of our fellow citizens did not hear the story prior to the November 3rd, 2020 election. Additionally, the FBI was included in industry meetings 
bilateral meetings, received and forwarded alleged misinformation to social media companies, and actually misled companies in regard to the laptop story. When the court says the FBI misled, that's a nice way of saying they lied. They lied, and as a result, important information was kept from we the people days before the most important election we have, election of President of the United States, election of the Commander-in-Chief. In a survey last fall, four out of five Americans said they believe there's a two-tiered system of justice in America today. They said that because there is. They said that because of what they've witnessed. Think about what Americans have seen. National School Board Association, left-wing political group, writes the White House and asks them to treat parents as, at school board meetings as terrorists. And the Garland Justice Department does just that. They put together a memo, set up a dedicated line of threat communication, a snitch line on parents. As a result, parents get investigated by our FBI, get a threat tag associated with their name. 25. Did you notice the, the sneeze? That was Nadler. <laughs> he, he was trying to not. He, he was trying to knock Jordan off of his um, his uh, his how Jordan was talking with Jordan. Jordan just kept on. Because the whistleblowers came and told us we're investigated by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Americans have seen the FBI's Richmond field office put together a memorandum saying pro-life Catholics are extremists. They've seen 20 FBI agents, SWAT team members, show up at the home of Mark Halk and arrest him in front of his wife and seven children, even though he had indicated he'd be happy to turn himself in. And what was he arrested for? Him and his 12-year-old son were praying outside an abortion facility. Some guy starts screaming in his son's face, and he, and he did what, what, frankly, any dad would do, defended his child. What's interesting is the National School Board Association apologized for the letter, but the Attorney General refuses to rescind his directive. The FBI did rescind, thank goodness, the Richmond Catholic Memorandum, but they refuse to tell Congress who wrote it and who approved it. And Mr. Halk, Mr. Halk, when he got his day in court, he was acquitted by a jury of his peers. American speech is censored. Parents are called terrorists. Catholics are called radicals. And I haven't even talked about the spying that took place of a presidential campaign or the raiding of a former president's home. But maybe what's more frightening is what happens if you come forward and tell Congress. If you're a whistleblower, come tell the legislature, come tell the Congress what's going on. Look out. Ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, Jim Jordan. I'm, I'm getting a feedback, by the way. Um, I hear myself. No, but I hear myself. My audio should be fixed. Oh, I think Hutch sounded quiet. My audio should be squared away now. You're, you're echoing... Um, Jay. I was echoing earlier because I had my camera as my mic by default. I didn't even see it. Yeah. Now I'm back on my mic. Testing one, two. Yeah, you're echoing. I got my echo cancellation on. Are you? Um, sorry, ladies and gentlemen. One sec. Yeah, I can. Yeah, that's bad too. From here. I can hear myself. <laughs> it's like 
Huh? In your sound setting, in your audio settings, is your echo cancellation button pushed? Yeah. Yeah. Hello. 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 Okay, wait a minute. Uh, mute yourself, Jay. Testing one two. Okay, I, I can I, I can still hear myself. Mute yourself, Hutch. Testing. Mute it, Hutch. I was. Mute again. Go. One two three. Okay. I'm going to mute myself. Y'all talk. Testing one, two, three. Live is live. Sometimes you'll have it. We went about a thousand episodes without having to do this. <laughs> so we're on a roll, at least. Sometimes these things have quirks, the software. It's the way it, uh, way it goes, I guess. You well, you get three boomers like us, Hutch. What do we expect? I know. <laughs> Here, let me try that. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Can't hear Wayne. Can't hear Wayne. <laughs> Unmute. There's an echo. I mean, I got I got earbuds on. I can't be coming from here. Yeah, um, um, our guys over at um, Red Voice Media can hear it. You're still there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let me take myself off. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Nope. Testing one two. Testing one two. Hold up. Testing one, two. Nope. Testing one, two. I can hear it. It's you. Me? Yeah. 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 All right. I got to figure out what's wrong. I don't know. It's, it, um, he, he said it sounds like an effect. It does. It sounds like a, a rolling, a, a rolling effect. All right. Um, Rupert. hey, I'm not the one with audio problems this time. This is great. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, I, wait a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't hear it now. But when I took myself off, I could hear it. You know, right? I could hear it. I was like, but I'll try. Well, y'all couldn't hear me because I was saying I was talking. Okay, so we're working on it, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about that. Yep, yep. David said once once Hutch gets in, that's when it happens. Um, I wonder. Did he have on his ear things when he was? Yeah, he did have on his earbuds. On his earbuds. Yeah, he had those on. So okay, I think there's something goofy with his settings. I don't think the sound was going through his earbuds then. Right. I still or, can't figure out that earbud thing. It's hard to talk with those. I mean, Hutch is a trained professional. He's done this for years. So some hmm. Yahoo's like us. You got a Mac? Uh, I do have a Mac. I actually run uh, the podcast on a PC, though. 
Okay. Because you should have audio and um, audio and what you call it. Yeah, I have on, both. It, no, it's just wearing them feels weird. Wow. Okay. When you're talking. Yeah, that um, that was Jim Jordan. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I, hey, what can you do? Live, live, I mean, live broadcast. You know, trying to get everything right for y'all. That's what we're trying to do. Um, something else that came out too, and um, I was shocked when I heard it. But then I wasn't shocked because for a long time I've had my own. How do you call it? Um, I've had my own opinion about Ray right. Epps. I've always had my own opinion about Ray Epps. It's just that when you have a sea of individuals that are going to believe what they want to believe, what's the use in saying whatever you believe? But um, Chris Ray came out and said that he ain't part of us. I was like, <gasps> he said it under oath. He said it. Now, well, before, did you hear what he said? B- before, well, no, no, no. I heard what he said, but I know what many people on, on our side is trying to do. They're trying to break it down to still make themselves right. Okay. That's true. The, I, saw, I, saw, I saw what happened. I saw what happened. Yeah. That was Hutch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's back. Testament. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. I feel like a pariah. <laughs> Is it still doing it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm gonna. T- I'm, I'm gonna change the clip now. I, I might. I don't know if I'll be back today. I'm gonna try it. Okay. Okay. I, 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 just, I, I have no idea. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's um. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. The um the setting that the audio out from your computer is it in your earbuds or is it? Uh, from a computer, from your settings. It goes into a mixer. And the mixer goes into the computer. Okay, so, so this, this is a mixer, is a mixer thing. thing. I don't know. I'm trying to think what I did different from yesterday. <laughs> hmm. But I won't mess the show up if I'm echoing. But the set, you're not you're echoing. Not echoing. I can hear myself myself echo. echo. And And Jay, Jay, say something. something. Strangers in the night. See, and he has an echo. So today, 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 I consider myself, 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 one of the luckiest, luckiest, luckiest. I'm gonna reboot everything. I'll be back. He's like, yes, yeah, yeah. So. I saw what happened. I saw what um, Baked Alaska did uh, that night. And I also saw what Ray Epps did that night. Now, I call him instigator. I call him instigator, yeah. But I don't, but um, not one per. I, I haven't seen one person bring any proof that he was an FBI agent. I haven't seen any forms. I haven't seen any payroll. I saw, I but I, I, I saw what happened that night. And Baked Alaska was standing right beside him. And baked and baked Alaska was sort of surprised when the dude was talking about we gotta do this, we gotta do that, we gotta do that. And baked Alaska, FBI, FBI, he's FBI. And everybody was like, okay, well, that's it. And everybody went along with it. And I, I was like, oh wow. 
wow, that's crazy. But that, I mean, that's, that's, that's what has happened on our side. It's almost like, <laughs> it's almost like white people being called racist. Like, uh, oh, Tommy Tuberville, Tommy Tuberville yesterday, he did everything that he could. He, he, I, I, I'm not racist. I'm white. White nationalism is not right. He's racist. He's racist. He's, uh, Mitch McConnell can't believe that he was uh, not uh, pull himself away from. I, what, I can't believe that he wouldn't uh, call white nationalists uh, racist. Racism. It's not. But once it gets into the lexicon, once it gets into that highway of information, once it gets into the, the language, you're done. You're done. And no matter how much you you I've seen many white people in my life um, on the conservative side almost turn red, red, blue, pink, yellow. Red, uh, I've seen them almost change all types of colors. To claim that they aren't racist. I'm not racist. And you know what? And I believe them. But once they get that stickler on them, it's hard to get off. It is. It's hard to get off. And that's and that's the way this society is right now. That that's you know, but well, here's the here's the interesting thing: is you've got to pay attention to the facts and the specifics especially in these hearings. The question asked of Ray Epps is, were you an FBI employee? Ray Epps said no. Okay, so Ray Epps isn't an FBI employee. Maybe that part of the story is wrong. So the two questions I have are, why have all of the intelligence agencies pursued everybody to the furthest degree and they've ignored Ray Epps? If I were on the House, that's what I would ask. How come you haven't? How come you haven't? What's that? He, he was in? at the barricades, pushing against the police, in? all that. I'm just saying, uh, if you look at somebody who instigated, they accused the Proud Boys of sedition. They weren't mm-hmm. even in the, in the city of Washington, D.C. It no. just seems unusual that Ray Epps, there's been a lack of curiosity by the intelligence agency. Wait, 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 no, no, no. You say they weren't in a vicinity. The, the the person in charge of the Proud Boys wasn't in the vicinity, right? And he there got were charged. A few, with... There were a few that were on the grounds, though. Now right. I'm not saying what they did was. I'm not saying what they did was criminal, but right. they were there. I'm just saying the lack of prosecution of Ray Epps strikes me as unusual. What are you going to get him for? Here's the thing, Wayne. They've investigated two thousand people. They've and here's where these arguments go. Like, I think the federal government has a duty to the citizens to say, mm-hmm. here's the Ray Epps story. Here's what we know. We looked into him. Here's the stuff, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not up to you or me or anybody to say that. If you draw the conclusion that he is somehow connected to an intelligence agency based on his conduct and the fact that they didn't prosecute him, I think that's a rational thing. And with how aggressive they've gotten pursuing everybody else associated with January 6th. It's mm-hmm. weird that this one guy, they're not going to, they're not going to prosecute. You know what I mean? People that walked into the Capitol are still sitting in jail. And you know? there've been a few that walked in that didn't get prosecuted. Not many, not, not a whole lot. Well, there's a whole lot of older people that we saw in between the tundra or 
the rotunda or whatever they call it, that were looking like that they were on uh, a, a tour. So they didn't get prosecuted. Now, uh, you know, they were kind of older, though. <laughs> and they kind of say if you're on tape January 6th saying, let's storm the Capitol. Like, how do you not get a trial? Like, it's just weird. Like, why Why is this the only dude that was telling people we need to, like, they're going to try to put President Trump in that. prison. You keep, saying he's the only, you keep saying he's the only one. He's not, he's not the only one. He, I mean, I'm, there were a few. He's one of there. very few we people. Watched it. We watched it. And, okay. Um, we watched it that day. And, but we also saw people that might have said to go in, but they didn't go in. They might have said, hey, good. Could could have been FBI. Y'all going in there. But they didn't go in. Most of the people that got in trouble are the ones that went in, not the ones that stayed outside. Or 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 the ones that might have been caught on tape hitting a policeman or something like that. You know, but I'm just saying as a default setting, I distrust the government. And we, maybe we I'm did. incorrect. We all did. and and well, as I watch the whole handling of the rayups thing, something just doesn't smell right. And I wish we had faith in our investigative bodies where we could say, Hey, they looked into it. I mean, it's like the election. You want to prove to us the election was legit. Like it shouldn't be up to us to prove the election was stolen. Like half of Americans look at the facts and say, this looks weird. So we should expect that they come back to us and say, here's what we did. You know what I mean? Look, hey, Hey, Hutch figured it out. You must have. I think yeah, you know, yeah, you got it. You got it. I know what happened. Giddy up. Yeah. Them damn updates, boy. I installed an update <laughs> on this thing that zooms my webcam and it made it the default of everything. Uh, oh panel. Uh, my camera was my microphone. This microphone was on. No wonder you got an echo. Sorry about <laughs> that. Boomers yeah. and so computers do this for a long time, and pretty soon it's just like normal. Yeah. And then you yeah. man, what were those settings again? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we um another thing that happened this morning was uh uh Matt Gates. Matt oh, Gates gangster. Matt Matt Gates lit um lit into Christopher Ray. Look, I'm not saying I felt sorry for Ray because I don't, because he he hasn't done what he said that he was gonna do. He said, I mean, he got in front of Congress before he got confirmed and said he was gonna fix the FBI. He hadn't done it. He hadn't done it. And like I said to start a show, it's gotten worse. So he has to go. Yep. He has to go. He can't remain as their FBI director. Now, who do you put in there? Matt Gates. <laughs> General Flynn. General Flynn. You know, who do you who do you put in charge of the FBI? Um, you know, it's it's John Cressa says it's unfortunately trusted up. To the corrupt to investigate the corrupt. You know, I said, right. I said a while ago, I was like, the devil. Um, <laughs> my sister told me this one time because you know we were raised in church type of stuff. So like, the devil can't hurt himself. You know, the devil's never going to hold himself accountable. Just like right. the people in Congress aren't going to hold themselves accountable. Uh, Nancy Pelosi is Nancy Pelosi is talking about um, term limits for the Supreme Court, but she won't talk about term limits for Congress. You know, that, that, that is David Thomas said, me, our clean house. That's what we've been saying on this show for a long time. They need to shut down the government, get rid of the first 15, yep. 16 rows and start over. Yes, they might be young. 
Yes, they might be green, but guess what? They can learn on the job and they can see all the mistakes that was done before. Get rid of those mistakes. And, and uh, uh, actually, the same thing should be done to a whole lot of police departments around here, too. Uh, get rid of the good old boys at the top and bring in um, the the younger ones that are taught from the academy and go back to the academy teaching instead of have y'all ever heard um we know what you were taught in school ain't like that out here Mm -hmm. so you know we're gonna do things a little bit different than what you were taught that messes up a young person's head immediately you know it's like right you know the military's like that it is it is yeah. Well, and the problem too with Chris, like, forget all that stuff you learned. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the problem with Chris Ray and the FBI, as I mean, this is an outsider opinion, but it's almost like he treats it like his job is per, is to protect the FBI. That is his not, job. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is his job. From You're working right. in the government, right. I can tell you, that's yeah. definitely his job. Right. Yeah. So we and it's a hard and it's a hard line. To, to walk because you said that you're going to fix it, but you got to protect it. And when you get in there and you see all, all this happening, you you see them plotting against a presidential candidate. The top 10 guys are corrupt. Right. Dude, I mean, it's like, that's why I said for a second, there, I kind of feel sorry for him because he got put in there, but things were in motion. President Trump put him in there to fix it. Didn't and Nicole like, tell us that he worked for the CCP? Yeah. Was that him? Yeah, yeah, that was him. That's a that disqualifier. Yeah. That's you why know, that's why I said I feel a little bit for him. Just a little bit, but I don't remember back in the country back in the day when somebody like that, if he got called out like that, would have resigned. We yeah. don't have that honor. Back in the day, you're right. You're right. That honor's gone. The yeah. same way with the generals. Millie should have resigned after that Afghanistan debacle mm-hmm. should have decided resigned before that but but that one there i mean it's unbelievable there's no military discipline anymore yeah well why is the fbi not investigating millie calling china i mean if we're going to talk about Crazy, people huh? that need to be investigated you know yeah. what i mean and yeah. i don't know who has jurisdiction over it but it, you know even today i saw the hearing where they were talking about like well tell us how many people work for the fbi that were in the crowd wow yeah sources and methods whatever like you're locking thousands of americans up and then uh and now you're gonna say sources and methods like come on you've lost the ability to do that that sounds like him protecting the fbi right instead of instead of him trying to uh be forthright that sounds like him protecting the fbi ladies and gentlemen we're gonna take a break when we come back we're gonna talk to our our league our legal beagle in in charge, Mr. Jim Parkman. When we come back, uh, Jason Robinson, 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 Hutch Baylor Jr., 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 Wayne Dupree, Pree, Pree on the Red Voice Network, 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 Network. Well, let's see. Hold on. We'll be right back. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. 
But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833-2-USA-GOLD. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number two USA Gold. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. They are destroying this. They, they, they are just, today they're just, they're really destroying the show. That that the suppression that we're seeing right now on this show is just nuts. I I cannot believe that. But still, ladies and gentlemen, sh- share share what you're watching on whatever platform that you're watching. Share the show. Uh, ladies, welcome to the stage. Our legal legal uh, uh, supreme. Dude, Mr. Jim Parkman. What's up, Mr. Parkman? Uh, you know, every, good morning to everybody. Good to see everybody back. You know, the last time we were we were missing some of the uh, band members, but I see we got the band back today. Oh, uh, yeah. Let, let me say this. I've learned something in the last few days that I'd like to share with you, okay, if I can. Yep. And I interrupt because I know you want to get to something more important. But, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 it, it came to me that finding the cocaine at the White House, you know, now I know why they call it the White House. So, I, that the, so now I never knew the, why the name came. So uh, that cleared it up. Anyway, anyway I to share some, some thoughts and some, some understanding. <laughs> you almost made me spit my coffee on myself. Oh god! I was going to say the memes and jokes coming out of the White House cocaine story have been pretty phenomenal. Oh, oh yeah, it, it, that's a story to me, uh, and it's it's it's, just, it's unbelievable. And you know, there's not a lot of information. Are you a problem? <laughs> <laughs> like. 
feel like you're going through some trauma here. I, I don't uh, <laughs> get off on this, this White House thing, but it intrigued that there, there's not a lot about where it was actually. I know the room it was found in, but it wasn't. It, was it on the floor? Was someone taking their phone out to leave and it fell out of the pocket? It's on the ground. Mm-hmm. I don't but I, I, I just, I, I think it's kind of unusual, you know, how you can't figure this out. People coming in and out and not seeing it or seeing it or whatever. It's just, mm-hmm. I didn't want to get off on that. I know y'all want to talk about something else. Well, you know, somewhere, you know. somewhere, somebody's going, oh man, where's that? Yeah. <laughs> Where was I? Oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be, oh no. What happened? <laughs> My fingerprints are on it. Um, we're here. Uh, the, 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 uh, the the Trump lawyers are want to um, push that push the well. First, the DOJ uh, lawyer, I guess, wants to push uh, the Trump trial to December. Yes. Now the Trump lawyers want to move it past December. Because it's because they feel that it's going to be biased and interfere with the election. Yeah, going forward. Have you heard anything on that? Yes, uh, I have, and and I was surprised that something else wasn't thrown into this. Their argument is just what you said. Uh, how can we pick a jury with all this going on right now? You know, mm-hmm. with the election and everybody throwing stones at everybody, and and especially Trump and all that kind of stuff. What intrigued me was we have in the federal system a, uh, a, a rule, I guess it is, uh, called if you have what we call a complex case, you can ask the court to extend time periods way on down the road, claiming that the case is complex. Now, complex means what? Well, it means, first of all, is there so much discovery that during uh, a period of 60 days, you couldn't get through it. You couldn't get through the discovery. You couldn't find out what your defense is. That's number one. Number two, you may have legal issues that are complex and that are going to take some time. Hearings on those issues. I've heard that being said, that they believe that there's a lot of, uh, of uh, interest in filing motions to try to say that this is not a crime and yada, yada. And so I have not heard any of the Trump lawyers say, wait a minute, this is a complex case. Now, in, in a general setting, mm-hmm. the prosecutor and defense lawyer gets together and says, look, man, there are 7 million documents you just gave. We, we can't be ready in 60 days. I mean, come on, 70 days. We can't do that. And they go, we, we agree. Yeah. So let's declare, declare this case. Well, you know, it helps, I think, uh, to have that agreement, but if you're throwing uh, shooting arrows and throwing stones, you know, at a prosecutor, he's probably going to be a little reluctant to want to help you out with that. But I have not heard that argument. Uh, I think, you know, in reality, I think the Trump team, I've heard it both ways. I've heard people say he's making a mistake. He ought to go to trial immediately. I, I disagree. Uh, I think that putting it off after I thought about it. At first, I was in agreement. Push, push, push. But now, I, I'm more in the agreement of putting it off uh, until after the election. And, and it would be, I think it would benefit, 
not just Trump to do that with the jury selection, uh, but I think it would benefit the court. Now, benefit the prosecutor, I doubt it, but I think it would benefit the court. Uh, it would help probably things with regards to jury selection, which is going to be difficult. I, you know, come on. Uh, there are a lot of people that don't know anything. We've seen tests where people don't even know who the president is. So, people that don't know, but that's this case is a little more rare. But uh, so anyway, I'm just surprised that I of it. Yeah. So uh, I, I guess I'm I'm in agreement too. I think it should be after the election. I just I wonder, is there absolutely no uh, recourse due to the guy being a presidential candidate i mean it seems like the two aren't compatible with each other and you would almost have to make it after the election or the court's going to influence the election and i think making that having that extra time would benefit the whole country because if they have it and then you have an election there's a built-in group of people that are not going to go by the by the results of that election and i'm one of them yeah well remember this too i you know i agree with you okay don't don't get me wrong but, but, you know, a judge has to look at it from a standpoint uh, that uh, everybody's got to be treated equally. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you say, okay, we got a presidential candidate, and so we're going to treat him different than we are other people. Uh, and I don't agree. You know, I, I think that's right. But in this case, you're, you're not treating him differently by putting it off if it is a complex matter and if there's some uh, – uh, reasoning that picking a jury may be a little more difficult right now. That that's not that's just based on the facts and the, and the situation that you fall into. But just to say because he's president was a president or, or running for president, we ought to do what he says. I, I don't agree with that. I think there has to be some sound logical thinking, and I think a judge has to have that. And if the prosecution doesn't want to agree to it, then they can put it before the judge and let and let him make that decision on it. And uh, so it's, it's not just what the prosecutor says. Uh, it's nice to have them on board, you know, and have them agree. But if mm-hmm. you're not, then, then take it to the court and let them decide. Courts, point. courts are smart. Federal judges are smart. They're not ignorant people. They know what they're facing. And, you know, they want it done right, too. You, you know, they want their trial to be done fair. You, you do understand that. They want their trial to be fair. They don't want to have a problem and a mess up in this court. So, you know, I, I think it's going to, I think it could boil down to what, you know, a federal judge says. And it wouldn't surprise me if he put it off after the election. Now, that begs the question if they do push it off after the election and Trump wins, can then he, he just then pardon himself? Sure. Or change prosecutors. <laughs> or, or just pardon himself, period. And not even have to prove it. I mean, yes, he can, sure you can do it. He's the president. He probably do that day one. Um, probably. You mentioned you mentioned the the um, the judges wanting to do the right thing. Do judges do, do judges have a review? Do judges have a review of their cases? Like, if they get a 
uh, more than a certain number overturned based on uh, appeals and whatnot, uh, does that affect them on the bench? Is a well, judge affected by the decisions that they make on the bench that might get them kicked off the bench? Well, there's a judicial review board, okay, that, mm-hmm. that if there's something on that's a little uh, unusual, you know, it goes to them and they'll take a look at it. And by the way, uh, don't say they are afraid of throwing a federal judge off the bench. They are not. If it's if it's bad, they'll do it. And yes, they'll look at if a, if a judge keeps getting reversed and keeps getting reversed and keeps getting reversed, you, you won't know it. They, they don't come out publicly on CNN or your show and go, by the way, we're reviewing this federal judge. It's, it's done. And, and how they deal with it, they, they'll deal with it. And uh, so, you know, judges don't want to be reversed. Uh, you know, that's, that's like a lawyer in court. He doesn't want to lose. They don't want their case reversed. That, that's, that's, that's not good because it's basically based on the law. And, the, and they're saying to the judge, you ruled wrong. So they don't want that. But they want it to be as clean as possible and they want it to, you know, be upheld. Jim, we were at we were talking earlier about the FBI uh, and agents and directors' main yeah. number one mission protecting itself. Is the judiciary that way as well? Uh, the federal judiciary. I'm talking about the federal yeah. prosecutors. I guess I am talking about the judges too. Well, I, I don't, I, I don't put judge, federal judges in. In, in an area of where they're taken up for each other. Okay. They're looking after their own caseload. They're not worried about what somebody else does. They got enough on their plate. Uh, I don't think that's the case. Now, when you get into agencies, uh, federal prosecutors, yeah, they'll take up for each other in my opinion. And so will the FBI. We've seen that uh, through the years lately. And yes, uh, agencies are more inclined my opinion to take up for each other and try to try to you know say oh no we, we haven't done anything wrong and, and that kind of thing prosecutors generally take up for each other also uh, that shouldn't come as a surprise uh you know because prosecutors are are a group that's uh that they're joined and and they go to conventions together they go to meetings they go to training i mean they they know everybody much so they, you know, and plus they've got a head man up there in Washington and, and other senior supervisors up there. And certainly they, you know, they don't want to make them look bad and neither do they want them to look bad. So, yeah, I, I, I think it goes that way. You know, speaking of the, the lawyers and the judges, so I'm seeing this trend where like the the lawyer that was advising Trump on how he could contest the election just had his law licenses in the process of being stripped and now you've had two or three other people that have been in the trump circle that they've gone after their law license and now you see lawyers dropping off the case um it, it appears to me from an outsider's perspective that lawyers are just looking at this and and they're saying we can't we don't want to jump in on this case because we're going to become a target do you think that's a fair assessment or what's your take on that? Uh, well, my take on that is this. that is a great, great question. I'm telling you, that's a great question. For lawyers. My, my answer to you is this. 
if if you have been sworn in as a lawyer and you're here to protect those people that you represent if you're afraid to take on a case you need to go to mcdonald's okay you don't need to be a lawyer uh lawyers take on tough cases every day take on cases that people frown upon every day but let me tell you something our justice system and where we got to today it, it is based on what lawyers have done. Think about this. Think about, you know, our equality with races and how far we've come with that. That was based on lawyers filing suits. Sometimes lawyers were not favored in those type situations. Lawyers were representing people who were protesters back in the 50s and, and they were not favored. They weren't looked on as good people. So, you know, if you're going to be a lawyer and you're going to represent somebody and you want to, you may not want to represent somebody for some reason, but it's not made, not, hopefully it's not based on fear of being attacked. Because if you're a lawyer and you're doing the right thing, you don't have a right, you don't have a fear. You know that you're protecting your client and you're doing it the right way under the law. You know, um, word, word just came down from the Justice Department that they are reversing course on defending Donald Trump yeah. in, the, in the E. Jean Curl case. Uh, they backed off their early position that Trump was acting within the scope of his presidential duties when he made comments about the writer. Um, is this just another throwing him under the bus for liability? I, I was shocked uh, when I read that this morning. I was shocked because when I first read the, the little story, uh, you know, I don't know how making a comment on a personal matter that occurred years ago gives you immunity as a government employee. I, I, I don't understand that. I'm not trying to be ugly, but I just don't understand that. Uh, so I thought that it was a right decision, basically. Uh, not to not to say that he had immunity because it had nothing to do with him being president. It had nothing to do with any presidential orders or commands or or issues. It had to do with something that occurred a long time ago. That's a personal matter. So you make a statement, even though you're given a platform. So today reversing it uh, and saying, well, maybe he does have immunity. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't get them. I, does anybody in Washington know what they're doing? Do they? Do they really? Okay. Somehow, I don't think so. I mean, seriously, do they, do they really have a, a complete grasp of what's going on in the world today? I, 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 I'm just amazed at different things come out times. Well, I know every time, well, uh, looking, look, listening to um, some of the questions and then listening to some of your answers right now, uh, you were talking about where we are with the lawyers is based on what has happened with lawyers that's the same with our country we are here because of what has been allowed to happen and uh like they got in front of the american people today and said the american people do not feel secure or they don't trust the fbi well jim there's a lot of people out there that don't trust the law they don't trust the law because a, a lot of people have been able to get away with a whole lot of stuff. Now, I know that you've been doing this for 40 years and I know that you have seen some cases you'll be like, how in the hell did that just happen? You know, kind of like that. So, um, 
there are many people out there right now that like, you know, it's it's hard for them to trust these judges and to to um, to hit on what um, Hutch was talking about just a little bit. It you know, I understand what you were saying. The judges want to get it right, or and I'm because it's their jobs. You know, it's their jobs, and they don't want to be kicked off. And that's no. why I asked you about that. But some of these judges, man. Some of these judges, I think, might feel that they're in a club, too, and, you know, that they can protect themselves just like other, uh, like, agencies and stuff like that. What do you think? Well, you know, let's let, let's look at it from just a uh, human standpoint. Uh, Wayne, you can go into any profession or any job, and you're going to find people who are uh, – who are not doing it the right way, okay, and and who are uh, antagonistic toward everything. You're going to find, in other words, you're going to find good lawyers. You're going to find bad lawyers. You're going to find good. You're going to find good doctors, bad doctors. You're going to find good accountants, bad accountants, and every every life situation, every everywhere you look, and in, in as far as professions or, or jobs go, okay. So you, yeah, you're going to have people, and I've I've, I've seen them. They put on that robe. They were lawyers and they get elected and they put on that robe and all of a sudden they sit up high and all of a sudden they have a little, you know, a little attitude. Okay. And, uh, okay, I got it. But, uh, overall, you know, most federal judges that I've ever run into, uh, want you to be prepared. They want you to come in. They want you to try your case, right? Don't try shenanigans. Don't try a bunch of, uh, minor little, childish tricks and stuff like that put your evidence up there know when to object know when not to and let's get it on and that's what they want that's what they like and uh they like legal arguments that are made and and they like deciding on those legal arguments and listening to the lawyers and so i i i, I, I don't people that say well i don't trust the judges well you know I can understand that somebody may have been in front of a judge somewhere sometime and it didn't go in their favor. And so they naturally have this, I hate this judge thing and I hate judges and you're going to run into that all the time. As far as, uh, you know, the FBI and other law enforcement goes, why do you think that we have such a distrust today in that? I can tell you why, because of things that have gone on in our country. That's why lately. And, and things that they've done and, and, and investigations that they've done and investigations they haven't admitted to and investigations they hadn't found out that the person was innocent on Trump being one of them. So, you know, yeah, you know, you, you've got to be, if you want to be a trustworthy agency, then be trustworthy and, and don't worry about politics. And that's where we are. We're in an era of politics is controlling what people do and what they say. And that that's wrong. That that is terribly wrong. If the FBI has the evidence, then tell us you ain't got anything. Yeah. No, don't don't hide it. There's it's no- funny you say that because I think the bigger problem, other yep. than the judiciary, is the law enforcement agencies. And some of this stuff to me just jumps out as so obvious that it's ridiculous. So you compared the steel dossier, which was complete bullshit. And it was brought to the FBI. And what does the FBI do? They leak it to the media. They spin it through the whole cycle. Then they actually 
offer Christopher Steele a million dollars to verify the information. Meanwhile, the Hunter Biden laptop services makes its way to the FBI. They sit on it for two years. How come the FBI didn't offer somebody a million dollars to verify that information? You know what I mean? And it's like these these government agencies, if like they have a duty, I think, to prove their credibility to Americans. Like they work for us. We don't work for them. Like it's not my job to prove the FBI is corrupt. It's their job to prove that they're not. And if they're looking at everything. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I tell you what, I tell you something that uh, I hate to drag this out, but I want to make this point because this this bothered me. This is internal. OK, mm-hmm. this deal with Biden's son. OK, this, this deal with him. Uh, I've, I've represented tax people in the past. They didn't get any of this treatment like he did. Right. And right. that concerns me. Now, the guidelines were established like 87, 88, in order to make it equal to whoever you are. That was what the purpose of them were. Make it equal to everybody. If you're the president, if you're if, if, if you're digging ditches out here for the city, it doesn't matter. It's equal. It's equal. Well, all of a sudden, you know, he comes up with this deal mm-hmm. that I, I hadn't been off. Right. Nope. right. Hey, this deal. And uh, I heard of anybody else being offered this deal. Right. And it is concerning to me. Now. It's a deal like this. Now, because of this. Yes. They just set precedent, right? Yeah, they sure have. If so now. Be used, you can bet on it. And <laughs> next case I got, come watch this. I want Biden to be a judge. That's what I want. <laughs> did you just say? Did you say the next case I got? If it's like this, come watch the show. Did you say that? <laughs> I, I want that deal. I, right? Y'all be equal here. I want that Biden deal. Where, where had that been given to me? That's what <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I like that. I'll put him in jail. I like that. Come watch the show, boy. Come watch the show. Ladies and gentlemen, my what you know what? One of my best friends, Mr. Jim Parkman. I love I love him to death, man. I do. He's right. Y'all are great. I love you. It. You you I, I I I love the way that you could that you shoot straight from the hip and you are on point all the time. And I love that about you. Glad to have you on. Um and we look forward oh, to having you back on again. Thanks, my friends. Thank you. Thanks right. a lot, Jim. We'll see you next week. Thank you, buddy. I hope so. Let's do here it. Here we go. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jane Parkman here on the Wayne Dupree podcast. We got people just going in and out, in and out, man. I, I We got today. technical difficulties. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? The show goes on. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. 
Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. Attention Americans. Breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. To, uh-oh. Oh, yeah, there you go. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Wayne Dupree, Jason Robinson uh, here on the Wayne Dupree podcast. Along, um, broadcasting on the Red Voice Media Network. Make sure that you go to redvoicemedia.com. It uh if you I uh they they have a lot of premium co- premium content there too. So use use the code Wayne. All right, make sure that you do that to get in to see some of that premium content. A lot um and I think they just added another voice uh last week. So yeah, they keep hiring um, people, man. Yeah, well, yeah, they 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 keep man, they keep bringing on people and. Uh, sooner or later, they're gonna overjump the blaze. Oh yeah, got to man, got to. Um, Hutch said that there's a monsoon going on. You know what? While we were talking, I didn't see him blink at all, and I can't. And I had to. Well, I said, "Wait a minute, is he? Is he froze? <laughs> He's not blinking." So. Either way, um, you know, and this is the fun part of doing like live podcasts. Yeah, I was yeah. talking to a friend of mine that was thinking of starting one up, and and he's like, "Oh, do we do it live or do we do it recorded?" I'm like, "Oh, dude, do it live." Yeah, like, I've never, I've, I, I, I've never really wanted to do it recorded because uh, I know you can edit it, and you know you can make some changes and stuff. But I just don't like doing it like that because it's not well. In a sense, it's not real when it's 
recorded. It's not real. I was going to say part of the allure of a podcast is that it's not filtered. And so when I listen to podcasts and I hear people screw up or something happen, I find it kind of endearing because I'm like, I know these aren't some people being fed talking points. Right. You know? Right. And that's, and that's something that, that's something that we don't do here. We don't have talking points. We, we, what you hear, it comes from right here, from right here and right here. You know, we, we, we don't do that. I'm going to talk real quick about, uh, um, Zelensky, Zelensky's pissed off. Oh, he is. And, hey, uh, before we go there, can I just give one more example from what we were talking about when we were talking about Ray Epps quick? Oh, man. Okay. All right. I, I just want to make my point to the audience so that they can understand what I'm talking about. I have no idea what Ray Epps' story is. I just know it's weird. And I don't trust the FBI and I don't trust the intelligence agencies. And I don't think because they they lie to you in the most weird ways where they like tell you a partial truth. So to give you an example of questioning that happened today, Chris Ray was asked by Andy Biggs, who, by the way, I love Andy Biggs. Andy Biggs says, how many agents or human resources were present on the Capitol complex January 6th? Christopher Ray, I'm not sure there were undercover agents. Andy Biggs, I find that remarkable. What do you mean you don't know? I say that because I want to be careful, Chris Ray says. Andy Biggs again, did you have any assets present? That's a place where I want to be careful. And and here's the games that they play with these, is that if you notice his first answer was, oh, we didn't have any agents there. Like, I'm not sure. They just won't answer the question. And that's because the government, like, they just want to lie to you. And that's why we don't trust them. If they just came out and told us what the story was, then we could move on. But with that, over to Zelensky. No, no, I got it. No, I got it. I got to go back to that, too, because I've always felt that if you are sitting in front of Congress of yesteryear and they, and they ask your question, you should be forthwith. I've never known anybody to be forthwith, uh, right? Um, um, to give answers in front of Congress because first off, they don't respect Congress. Right? They don't they? They don't respect because Congress doesn't have a disciplinary result to put anybody in jail. So, I mean, people can lie in front of Congress all day long and not and not get in trouble. Uh, when but. When somebody's put under oath, like um, who's the who's the Biden official in charge of uh, energy? Granholm. Yeah. Granholm lied in front of Congress about right. her stocks. But the thing is, when you now now, um, Hawley wants her to come back and testify about it. But when you're under oath. It's documented. It's 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 put right here. So uh, when she said, you know, no, I didn't have stocks, you know, whatever. Holly's like came back and said, you just you said under oath, okay, that you didn't have stocks. But then we found out this Ray about Epps and probably if he was asked about other people. Well, no, uh, he was asked about Epps. And he said there basically on oath that 
No, nah, man. I, now, he was asked that before. I think he was asked that a couple times. And, oh, sitting in front of Congress. He's like, well, you know, I read the same answer that what you were saying right here. That's what he said earlier. But today he's like, no, he's not. He's Notice not. what he answered, though, Wayne. And here's Never the important. Here's the important point. No, he's not an FBI, whatever the type, informant or employee or that kind of thing. And here's what these bastards do, and it drives me nuts. I had a friend of mine who used to talk about the Minnesota Vikings, and he'd say, man, my God, the Minnesota Vikings are one of the best Super Bowl teams ever. They have a perfect record. Is that true or is that a lie? Minnesota Vikings have a perfect record in the Super Bowl. They're 0-4. But now when I say the Minnesota Vikings have a perfect record, you hear Minnesota Vikings are undefeated, which are two different things. And that's where these people, especially the intelligence agencies, are so good at it. They'll get up there and say, "Say, well, yeah, no, Ray Epps, he was not a full-time employee of the FBI. Okay, so was he a part-time employee? Was he a contractor? It was, was he somehow on the payroll? Like, we shouldn't have to ask these sorts of questions. You know what we're asking. And But that's how they always spin it. It's like when Fauci was up there and said, were you funding the Wuhan lab for coronavirus? And he's like, nope, nope, nope. We weren't doing that, which was true. He was giving money to an agency knowing they would give money to the Wuhan lab of virology. So technically he told the truth, but clearly he knew federal money was going to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And that's where it gets so frustrating with these with these agencies. Yeah, they um, semantics. Um, semantics is what you're talking about, um, and and it's played on many sides all day. I long. think Tucker Carlson and some of the members' colleagues on the other side of the aisle have said that Ray Epps was a secret government agent and helping uh, encourage uh, this this crime so as to make the president look bad. Uh, do you have any knowledge of Ray Epps being a secret government agent? Uh, no, uh, I will say this notion that somehow the violence at the Capitol on January 6th was part of some operation orchestrated by FBI sources and agents uh, is ludicrous and is a disservice to our brave, hardworking, dedicated men and women. Uh, I've said on this show many uh, a, a couple of times lately, I haven't said before that, but I've said, said, said lately, the FBI has been in a lot of stuff. They've been infiltrated into a lot of things within the history of the United States of America since they have been created. They've been, uh, when they find out that they might think that something is dangerous, they get somebody in there, young looking. They're, I mean, they they find somebody that looks like- They infiltrate it. Undercover, they're, they're in there. Right. The one thing that these agents can't do is something that is unlawful. If that's something that I've, I've learned for a long time, they can't now. Now the CIA can't. The CIA can blur the lines and do whatever you want to do. The FBI can't do something that. Meaning, if they get into the KKK or if they get into uh, uh, the motorcycle gang that has drugs and stuff, they can't do. They drugs. can't kill somebody. They'll go right, to jail. Right. Exactly. You, you can't. You can be in there. You can report on what's going on. And probably some have probably crossed the line and gotten killed or some have crossed the line and gotten in trouble. 
but you can't, I mean, you know, you can't do something like that. Now, can you instigate? I don't know. You probably can. So, I mean, because you're really not killing anybody. You're really not, you know, you're really not uh, uh, putting anybody, you're really not putting anybody at harm because you're not saying hurt somebody. Are you saying, I mean, can they say go in? Yeah, maybe, you know, and it's up to you as an American to be like, Wait a minute, hold on. Why don't you go in first? That's what a smarter person would do. Why don't you go in first? I'll follow you. And these alphabet soup agencies are so far in semantics, it's remarkable. It's like last Friday around 11 o'clock, the White House released a statement that said they weren't going to release the remaining JFK files. And they said, what's that? Did they really? They really did. Yeah, it really came out. If you go look at the White House announcements and why do they drop it late on a Friday night so it doesn't make the news cycle? And what's their justification? They said that now keep in mind, like anybody who was alive and serving when JFK was killed is dead. Like this is a non-issue. But they said they needed to protect methods and sources. Okay, what source is alive still? And like back in the day, you guys were using invisible ink and like tape recorders. <laughs> so what yeah. methods are yeah. you going to, uh, are, are you trying to protect? And these government agencies with how much power and how little oversight they have, they owe it to the American people. They should be the ones that are going above and beyond saying, we're legit. Here's what we're doing. Let's prove we're legit. You know, and, and they're doing the opposite where we're catching them in all these weird things. And and they're just, oh, yeah, this guy gets thrown in jail. This guy doesn't. And yeah. the, just trust us. Trust us. We're doing the right thing. And yeah. I'm, and I mean, it's like those questions that Biggs asked, like, clearly they want to know, like, how many people are on the FBI payroll that were in the crowd? Give us a number. Is it 10? Yeah. Is it 20? Is it 50? Is it 100? Just he probably him. doesn't know. I, you know, honestly, I was thinking he he probably doesn't know how many, but somebody he in does. the FBI does. If he doesn't, that's even worse. You're exactly. telling me exactly. that you're telling me that that event was coming up January sixth, and you didn't have briefings on it, and they he didn't know didn't. exactly. He said he, he said he didn't today. He said that they did not know. Right. But that's what I mean. Like, what a dereliction of duty if that's your argument. You know what I mean? Like, you've clearly got a bunch of FBI agents. You've clearly got a bunch of stuff going on in there. And like, they're just. okay. what question for you then. Do you think that there are rogues in the FBI? Oh, absolutely. There are in every government agency. Well, with that, you could do something without him knowing you're a rogue. Now, can that person get in trouble? Well, that's the line we were talking about earlier. Yes, he was there to fix, but he's also there to protect. Right. So so when he finds out that they were rogue, don't do that again. Right. Okay. All right. So how, how many of your people was in the field? I, 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 I can't tell you exactly. How many? Well, you're lying. Well, is he? He's not because lying. That's the thing. If he had, right, right, exactly. 
And that's why we go back to what we said earlier. He's got to go. If, if he doesn't know right now, that happened in what 2020. It's 2023. If he doesn't know right now, if he can't answer that right now, just like you said, he's incompetent. He's got to go. He's got to go. And he's if he go. does know and he's hiding behind semantics to tell us, I mean, like the American people to put their mind at ease, should know what the federal agency involvement was on January 6th. Like, this is just, like, this shouldn't be a discussion point. You're trying um, to throw Trump in jail for the rest of his life and prevent somebody who got 70-some million votes the last election. You're trying to prevent him from being able to run for president. Yeah. And the FBI direct, and people have a reasonable suspicion that <clears throat> the FBI was somehow involved in this. And yet the director of the FBI won't cut up there and say, hey, you know what? I don't know the exact number between 100 and 150, you, you know. And my thing is, my thing is, I think that the conservative movement got it all wrong in the first place. I think it was CIA agents up there because that because basically what happens is. That's I mean, what you saw on January 6th. Is what the CIA does in other countries, not the FBI yep. is what the CIA does in other countries. They. They uh, they dress up. They have undercover agents too. They have signs. They they protest and they instigate to do the same thing. Now I'm not saying that the FBI can't do it. I'm saying that's what the CIA is known for. CIA, um, uh, uh, you were saying some things earlier about uh, in the '60s about uh, uh, audio tapes and different things like that. All right. I believe probably. Probably because I want to believe. I believe that we went to the moon. Okay. I think I that's reasonable. Okay. But when I hear people explain it today about certain things, well, why haven't we been back? I can't answer that. Right. And to, I watched something earlier this morning where the guy was like, <laughs> President Nixon picked up a landline phone and was talking to Neil Armstrong. <laughs> On the moon, a landline, and you're trying to tell me we can't get back. To, we can't get back to the moon. He was like, "Hey, Neil, this is uh, President Nixon. I'm calling you from the White House." He was on a landline. Yep. And he's he's talking to the guy on the moon. And it's like, right? Well, God darn, you're right. Why? Why can't we get back? You know, it, I, it's it. You start to question some things, you know, and that's why. Uh, when when I look at these social media program, I social media platforms, man, if there was ever a joint operation for that, I the CIA and the FBI have got to be. Uh, when they sat around one day eating eating their little cheese sandwiches and sitting on listening to Wayne and Jason talk on the phone, they're like, right. "Hey, you think you think um, Twitter has a whole lot of data?" That we can pull, yeah, that'll cut down on a whole lot. We could find out people's methods and all that. How about Facebook? Yeah, them too. Uh, Instagram, oh man, and and look, all we had to do is um, offer them maybe 50, uh, 25 million a year or, or something like that. That's where, look, all the money that's going through Congress, we don't know where it's going. Right. We don't know where it's going, but guess what? 
they tell the NSA, set up a, a specific room for Twitter, set up a, a specific room for Facebook. We'll just dig a little bit deeper. We get it straight, you know, and, and, and that's, and that's why, that's why, um, you know, I'm like, that's why it's hard for Americans to believe or have trust in the American government because they've been lied to for so long and they've been lied to for no reason. Uh, you know, we, we well, figure, go ahead. I was going to say, here's a remarkable point to realize so back in the 70s, 80s, into the 90s, the conservative side, Republican side, whatever you want to call us, we controlled those government agencies. Yeah. And I think as conservatives, we were too trusting of those agencies. And the left was Power always screaming about, yeah, and I mean, the left was always <laughs> screaming about unfair treatment and yeah, yeah, all that, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And, and we didn't really take that to heart and go, I wonder if there's anything there. We kind of dismissed it. Like, like, ah, what are you guys bitching about? Well, <laughs> now you see when the left has taken over control of a lot of these agencies, yeah, now conservatives are like, oh man, you guys were right. Yeah. And yeah. we should have listened to them. But, mm-hmm. the, and the people on the left are like, oh no, nope, government agency is completely clear. You know, and you saw it in the <laughs> elections, like 2016, everybody on the left, universally said most corrupt election ever how can we trust them voting machines blah 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 blah. and conservatives like i was one like well i want to make sure we audit this stuff like some of this stuff seems weird but then Mm -hmm. when it comes into 2020 or 2020 and the democrats win suddenly it's the most secure election ever what do you why on earth would you ever question an election (laughs) and and like all of us need to just say the government has a duty and responsibility to show us they're legit and, and I mean, you get weird stuff like Sound of Freedom, the the dude who Ballard, who the story's based on, he worked for the Department of Homeland Security. So who would have thought the Department of Homeland Security is getting into, um, you know, child trafficking? It's just mm-hmm. it's just bonkers. Mm-hmm. It's bonkers. But anyways, that's my rant on. Uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you something else that's bonkers is little Lord Fauntleroy. On our agenda, we have, I think, for today, three priority questions. The first one is uh, weapon packages, new weapon packages for supporting our army on the battlefield. And that is one. The second, I think, the invitation to NATO. And uh, um, we want to be on the same page with everybody, with all, all the understanding. And for today, what we what we, what we hear and understand that we'll have this invitation when security measures will allow. Yes, so I, I want to discuss with our partners all these things. And the sword will, will speak today and fight for this. It's security guarantees for Ukraine on the way to NATO. Thank you so much. I got, I got one main question for this little, for this little one. Don't you know how to dress? Seriously, um, do you think that you might have be be seen as a little bit more serious if if you dressed apart? I mean, you going up there acting like you can just walk up there with a t-shirt and some jeans. 
and these people are going to take you seriously. I bet you Turkey, Turkey had a big hand in saying no to NATO. <laughs> and I, well, think, go ahead. I was going to say, we should explain to folks what happened. So, so Ukraine being admitted to NATO got shot down in pretty unequivocal terms. They're like, we're not talking about this. You got to get the Russian thing done. So on that news, we can all celebrate because if they accepted Ukraine and NATO, every member of NATO would have a responsibility to send troops to attack Russia. Mm-hmm. So that's bad. That's World War Three. The flip side, though, because when I first saw that, I was kind of excited. I'm like, God dang, that's pretty good. But as I watch this stuff today, I've been watching the the hearings and the NATO stuff and everybody's giving him more money, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, 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 he getting duckies. He's getting duckies. He he getting stacks, but he ain't getting membership. And that, well, and, that's and I think him. for whatever reason, everybody's just sending trillions and millions of dollars. And right. And see, I think his I, I have a different opinion about his apparel. He's an actor, he's just playing a part. He wants I to know. show up looking like he's yeah. like fighting the like he's out there with his rifle. So yeah. it's yeah. But I mean, it you know, you know, you everybody in there is dressed and he you know he's almost um a couple of dollars short of Forbes billion dollar list. And you know, he he's up there playing just like you said, playing that part looking scruffy and stuff i'm like man please you know you can sell that to you can sell that to hollywood but ain't nobody falling for that mess you know you and i and and um then they said biden decided he wasn't going to go he wasn't going he wasn't going to dinner he skipped it after they found out that nato wasn't going to make them um make Ukraine a member. I was like, oh, your feelings hurt too? You ain't gonna sit with everybody else? He probably he probably peed himself. I was gonna He's say that's up. remarkable because for a world leader to skip the dinner at one of these yeah. NATO summits, yeah. I, I mean that's like rarely, going to the wedding. Rarely do you, yeah. Yeah, that, that's like going to the wedding as the parent of the bride or groom and saying, I'm not going to the dinner afterwards. Like yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. it's funny. It's either he was pissed that they didn't let him in NATO, or it was yeah. just too late. Like Biden is 150 years old, so <laughs> so he might have been like, "Dude, I need a nappy poo." <laughs> no, well, I'll tell you, man. You can only walk around long enough smelling like pee before you know, right. you, like, oh, you know what? I gotta go take a bath, man. I, you know, it's you know, it is it is what it is. Now, um, I'm glad. He wants to be part of NATO so bad. He wants to, but ladies and gentlemen, just like Jay said, once he becomes part of NATO, if they become part of NATO and they're still in this war situation, that's it. You can cancel Christmas. Pack it, pack it up, move, move a couple miles on the ground because we will be in war with Russia at that point. The hell, rain, and fire that will follow after that is what they want. Is, is basically what they want, and you know, we we keep hearing about uh, they're trying to get uh, they're trying to clo- um, get rid of the population or kind of cut down on the population. Got to do it. Got to do it. 
a whole lot of these bombs start going off in it and destroying a whole lot of populated cities and stuff. Yeah, you're getting rid of a, a lot of your population just like that while your big people were in the bunkers and their silos. I was watching Silo. You ever seen Silo? No, I've heard it's pretty good. Yeah, I just I just finished uh, episode eight this morning. Ooh, like, this is the and 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 knowing us, I had to go. Will there be a season two? Right. <laughs> Some of those shows I like to give them a year or two because you sit there and you pound through like, you know. <laughs> What are we doing this weekend? Watching 34 episodes of Swamp People. You know? I know, I know, right? And I have to get back on that. Cause I kind of because I kind of moved away from that because I got stuck on boss and then I finished silo. So here's the thing with Swamp People. You can only binge about two, three seasons, give it like six weeks, and then go back yeah. for two, three seasons. It's yeah. uh yeah. yeah, we took like four months off of Swamp People and we went back and then we binge like three seasons. We're like, oh, this is great. Okay, now it's time for a break. I will look. I was on fast forward, man. I was on fast forward with Swamp People, man. I was like, well, man. But but you're right. After a certain amount of alligators that you catch, like, okay. They're all looking like, you know, insane. But every year, it's like, yeah, but there's one out there. That I tell I really you what, just set your calendar. Like, September 1st, go back, and it's going to be like experiencing it all over again. Yeah. yeah. Pick up on season four. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching the Wayne Dupree podcast here on the Red Voice Media Network, RVM, Red Voice Media Network. Check them out at redvoicemedia.com. And also go to Rumble and check them out on Rumble, Red, Red Voice Media. Follow them. Hit, hit, the, hit the notification button. On there. And uh, you'll, you'll get this show. You'll get a whole lot of other shows. Uh, and we really appreciate it if you do that for us. They broadcast all day. Right, they broadcast all day, from the morning, from the morning to the afternoon, all right, from the morning to the evening. So, and they got a great operation over there too. Um, so we'll be back tomorrow. We got Nicole coming on tomorrow too. Talk about some, some crazy China stuff just um, happening. I would have loved to seen them ask Director Ray about his association with China um, while he was up there on the stand. Uh, give me some last thoughts. Well, hey, just a couple things. First, uh, thanks a ton. We've got like over 500 concurrent right now on Rumble and and on Red Voice Media Rumble. We've got a couple hundred and like some technical difficulties today. Thank you for everybody for being patient. We appreciate it. Uh, thanks for tuning in, by the way, too. Like uh, hopefully you've, you learned a few things and uh, we provided some entertainment in your day. Um, last thing I'll say is keep your eye on, on this uh, hearing and here's what to watch for. Watch both sides get the sound clips they want. I oh, it was yeah. funny yesterday. I threw up on Twitter. I'm like, is Jim Jordan just Trey Gowdy 2.0? Meaning he gives a great interview. He does all these things. The right gets their sound clips. But I got to say, the left will get their sound clips too. Jerry Nadler will ask his questions and stuff. And what will end up happening, both sides get their sound clips to fire up their base. And then nothing happens yeah. to address the corrupt government. You know, I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because um, I've always I've always gotten angry, me, myself, I've always gotten angry that uh, I remember watching some of our people get on and they go on a debate like type of thing 
and when it's over, man, you destroyed them, man, you took them down. You, but the other side said the same thing about just a different sound clip. It's like, wait, are y'all getting this? What I mean, there's no championship belt after these things. Nobody took nobody took anybody down. They just walked away with nobody getting their point across. That's it. Yep. That's all. That 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 there's no um resolution after that. All like Jay said, all we're doing is playing to uh the the, the puppet strings of the people in DC about arguing and fussing with it each arguing and fussing with each other. That's it. Yep. That's all. All right, Wayne Dupree Podcast. Thank you to all the loyal listeners. Thank you for all of you that have been with us over the years. Uh, But we will be back tomorrow. God bless. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.